Hi, everybody. What's up, everybody? Back to back weeks, baby. We back, baby. Back to back weeks. Um, this is Bina. I'm TJ. And this is Hood Politics. Um, yes, we're um trying to work on our consistency, so we're back for another week. Um, we're gonna just go ahead and get into it. Um, since everybody's been doing their top fifties and um other rappers and movies and all that. So we decided to do our top twenty five and we have a criteria that we based it off of. So um warning, these are not necessarily where we would have these 25 rappers um we set a criteria so we both could kind of be on the same page and so y'all can know why we put the people the where re- we put them yeah why we put the people where we put them and um the our top 10 are in the order that we saw fit but everything after 10 is pretty much just a freestyle um but they will be in that bottom half um, I guess before we discuss our list, though, we can get into the music that dropped today. Um, we can get into the Hot Girl Summer track with Meg The Stallion, Todd mm-hmm. Dolla Sign, and Nicki Minaj. Them your people. Nah, nah, nah. TJ, what you think? Them your people. Uh, it was alright. Um, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> I tried to give it a... Like, I listened to it two, three times because, you know, I'm a Ty Dollar fan. Mm-hmm. Even Ty didn't just, like, sign nah. right on that. Um, I understand Megan and Megan wanting to do something with Nicki, but I think they could have found a better song mm-hmm. uh, to show, like, they real, real, because like, they both could, like, really, really rap. Yeah. They could have found a better song to, to like, really showcase their rapping abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Hot Girl Summer song should have just stayed Megan, Ty Dollar. I think it would have been a better song if it was just Megan and Ty Dolla. Mm-hmm. Or if you're going to do a Hot Girl Summer song, it should have been like a, a female rap anthem. Like yeah. With a, with a, a bunch of girls, like, should have had the City Girls on there. Uh, what's the girl from Detroit? Cash Doll. Cash Doll. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably can't get uh, Cardi on there because cause Nicki on there. Um, but you probably could, but you probably ain't gonna have them all in the video. Nah. But you know what I'm saying? You could have really. I thought she could have really capitalized on it and made it like a a, a women anthem because mm-hmm. that's all they've been saying all, all summer. summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hot girl summer, and that could have like did numbers. But I mean, it's still gonna do numbers because Nicki got a huge fan base. But I think it just could have been a better overall track with if she go Nicki. Cash Doll, um, City Girl, City Girl, could, could even threw Sweetie on that bitch. I don't know who that is. The My Type Girl. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. her, yeah. I heard that song. I didn't, I didn't know her name, so I guess she's not really anybody. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, she, I, I, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't like yeah, her like that. Yeah, but, like yeah, but it's quite you, you know, just people like that. Um, you know, and had a a R and B person. I mean, I mean, a, a girl on the hook. I just mm-hmm. don't tie dollar on. On that, just. yeah, that's that's what threw me to that a man was on Hot Girl Summer, yeah. singing to us about Hot Girl Summer, and I felt like it sounded too popish for a song to be titled Hot Girl Summer. I felt like it should have been real ratchet. I mean, every song that we like from Meg pretty much is pretty much been like a ratchet girl anthem, 
Mm-hmm. And for y'all to use the City Girls Act Up sample on there, and y'all really not turned up like that on the song. I mean, it's a cute little song. I guess it sounds cute, you know, for little Instagram videos and things like that. I won't listen to it ever again. Um, This is probably my least favorite Meg The Stallion song. Um, I guess it's a good look, you know, for Nicki to have wanted to work with her. I think it's deeper than just her wanting to work with Meg, but I'm I'm going to save it because y'all already feel like I be hating on Nicki. And I'm not hating on her. I'm just stating what I feel and what I see. But, I mean, they could have kept it. Like you said, y'all could have threw the City Girls on a song or, you know, something like that. Something that would have really been a Hot Girl anthem. And I don't think Hot Girl Summer is it. I think every other song Meg has put out um, thus far is a hot girl anthem. It's just not it. I don't know if she tried to more so accommodate for Nicki because that's more of Nicki sound to me, like the sing, like the singing kind of vibe mm-hmm. or whatever. So maybe she tried to accommodate for her. I don't know, but um, yeah, y'all could have saved it. I mean, it's not bad, but it ain't good either. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about it. Like, it could have been... It had potential to be a... I can just say a... A bigger, a bigger type song, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or, um, just something that could have been a bigger wave. It could have had a much bigger wave, in my opinion, than what it has now. Like, yeah, and I know they've been tweeting about it being number one and all that shit like yeah, that. It, but it's gonna do I mean, numbers. it's gonna do the numbers, but it's gonna be number one for right now because I don't think people understand how that streaming shit works. If everybody's streaming that shit just to see what it sound like, like the first day, yeah, it's going to be number one. I don't think it's going to stay number one, though. I think by the end of this weekend, that shit will been undropped. I think it'll still be high up on the charts, but yeah, I don't I don't think that's the song everybody was expecting to hear. But uh, we can move on from them. Um, let's go ahead and get into Port of Miami, too. Uh, we've been waiting <laughs> on it. Um... Did it meet your expectations? Definitely. I mean, uh, Ross is an album rapper. Like I mm-hmm. mean, like even though like the I, the first song I ain't like with Wale. I no, ain't gonna say I, I ain't like, like it, but it wasn't like the the Ross I expected because Wale and his production don't really go together. Mm-hmm. I would say, or uh, they they subject matter is completely different. So, like, I just didn't think that it was going to be, like, a, um, I didn't think it was going to be a, (laughs) I didn't think it was going to be, like, a, a good track like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the album in its totality, I think, was a, I think it was on the first few listens, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just only came out, like, what time is it? Yeah, like uh, it came out fifteen, 15 sixteen hours yeah. ago. So, but on the first few listens, I thought it was I I like it, like I like it a lot, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So yeah. hitting me your expectations. Yeah, um, it's pretty solid. Um, going back off what you say, Rick Ross is the album person, so I didn't really expect nothing less other than a good album. I seen a lot of people saying they didn't like it though. I think a lot of people were thinking they were going to get Port of Miami too, and they probably thought it was going to sound like the first Port of Miami, but Ross is a totally different rapper now. His whole style done switched up. 
So, I don't think y'all were ever going to get, like, a White House or a hustling or we wasn't getting any of that because that's just not where Ross is at anymore. Um, I like it. Some of my, um, some of my favorites are Turnpike Ike. Um, nobody's favorite with gunplay. Um, Summer Rain with Summer Rocker. I like White Lines with Dej Loaf. Um, Bogus Charms with Meat Mill. We gonna have to, we gonna have to have some type of different conversation about Meat though. Meat, if Meat keep going the way he is, Meat is gonna be a top top three rapper ever. At least for this era. I think he a top. I ain't. He not top three right now. No, nah, no. Nah. He not top three right now, he but he top. will be. He will be. It's gonna. It's it's tough to crack that top three though. It is. Got them three niggas in that three. Mm hmm. Even though Kendrick been out of mind, out of sight, but you just know when he come, he coming with some shit. Yeah. So that's kind of tough, but I think, I mean, he up there, like, definitely. He up there. He, yeah. He'll be top three before it's all said and done. Maybe even top two. I just feel like he just being really in his bag and where Meek is rapping, rapping. Like, I just feel like a lot of niggas can't fuck with him. He don't do all the yelling and screaming and all that no more. I mean, it's just... It's very refreshing to hear. Um, I like Rich Nigga Lifestyle, of course, with Nipsey and Tiana. Nip got his bag on that verse, too. Rest in peace to Nip. Yeah. I, I hate hearing them features and knowing that we probably ain't going to get too many more of those. Yeah. I don't know how many no, verses no, I, he recorded I, I, before I know, he died, though. Got, uh, yeah. Verses in the talk that yeah. Yeah. And they just waiting to bring out. But that, that was good. The um, What else I like? I like Fascinated a lot. I like I Still Pray with Lucci and Bob Greasy. I mean, I pretty much like the whole album. Um, you know, we got the Maybach Music 6 with Rick Ross, John Legend, and Lil Wayne, and I Push. Just, I just put you on the Push And verse. Push was supposed to be on that. Um, let's just talk about the version that's on the album. Okay. Um, I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, I feel like John Legend and Rick Ross can't do no wrong. Um, the Lil Wayne verse wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. I don't think Wayne needed auto-tune on that verse. Uh, I don't think Wayne needed auto-tune on that verse, but it wasn't terrible. Um, you could, you couldn't really hear it, but I could tell it was on there. Um, TJ just let me hear the pusher version before we started the podcast, and if I would have had to make a choice, I would have <laughs> preferred the Pusher verse. Um, Pusher really got in his bag. He threw a couple Drake shots. Um, yeah, I suggest you listen to it. Um, TJ said it's on Twitter. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube or Google it or whatever like that. But I feel like y'all should listen to that Pusher T put version. On the page. Yeah, put put it. Yeah, we'll we'll post it on the um on our page, but. I would have chose the Pusher version over the Wayne version, but the Wayne version wasn't bad though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It, I mean, Wayne, he had a good verse. He had some, um, some, uh, what's that shit called that he do? The metaphors. metaphors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the metaphors that he had, uh, the double entendres he had, like, um, he. He was real clever on that verse, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I ain't had no problem with it. Yeah. Um, the, uh... Y'all hear TJ say he, he actually liked uh, the yeah, Lil yeah. Wayne verse. 
Here we go, dog. Why you be trying to make me out to be some Wayne hater, dog? Hey. I just be calling the spade a spade, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I be wanting dog to, you know, I just don't. He just ain't age well. That's all. He ain't age well. Okay. I think we can agree on that, though. Um, but, um, my favorite, uh, my favorite songs on the album was, uh, Turnpike, Turnpike, I, you read my mind, It's some pineapple punch from, um, Andy uh, Rose shit, is it? Uh, Summer Rain, White Lines, I know you was a little skeptical about Days Loaf on that bit, but they, him and Days do good work. They together. do good, cause Maybach Music 5 with her, I mean, that was good. Mm-hmm. But I just don't, you know, I just don't be knowing. Yeah. Um. Even though I heard Big Time, Big Time, my, that's my shit. Mm-hmm. My bubble cut gotta come to me cause it's, I'm Big Time. It sound way better. It sound way better on the album when it's, like some, some, one thing I done noticed, like the, when these rappers drop these Lucy's, sometimes we don't like them. Just because it's like, bro, you just throwing a song out. But once you hear it on the album, mm-hmm. in the sequence, it sound way better. Um, Bogus Charms, Meek snapped on Bogus Charms. Yeah, he did. <clears throat> but, you know, ain't too many bad Meek verses coming out these days. Uh-uh. Um, I like Fascinated. Uh, Vegas Residency is one, is one of my favorite tracks as well. Um, I just thought it was, uh, Ross gave us what everybody, what we was waiting on pr- for me pretty much. Yeah, like, me too. Like, I was talking to my cousin about, um, Ross rap, and I say Ross is luxury drug rap. Mm-hmm. You know, luxury drug bars. You know what I'm saying? He not as grimy or as street as some of the other rappers. You know what I'm saying? Who might do uh drug rap? Mm-hmm. I same with Push. Like they luxury drug rap. They not very um street oriented. They more of the bosses. When they talking about drug, they not talking right. about the niggas who still on the corner and, and shit like that. Right. So and I think like and for that lane, they two of the um the biggest are uh, they're two of the best mm-hmm. at talking about the 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 type of drug rap that they talk about. Like Jeezy, he talked about a different type of drug rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> then those two in particular. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just think Ross is. Ross is like he gave us exactly what I was looking for on this album. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't really only what I listened to it maybe two or three times. One this morning when I was getting ready for work, and like twice at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even it's I can't really say right now it's a song that I don't like. Yeah. Per se, don't like, but besides "Act the Fool" mm-hmm. with Wale, but. I just think like the album is a a very solid pr- product, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I think we were always a little skeptical of what he was gonna drop. I mean, I personally like Green Gucci Suit. Yeah, me too. Um, but you know, a lot of people didn't, and then he came. What? What was next? The Wale song. Mm-hmm. The Wale song, and everybody was like, oh, "All right, now, yeah, well, well you taking us? Yeah, yeah. You might not be able to pull it off. Yeah. But then he came. He settled us down with the Swiss, with the the mm-hmm. Just Blaze. Yeah. And then he came, all right, man, let me stop fucking around and drop that Drake. Yeah, that Drake, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, Ross, okay, Yeah, like, okay, we know okay, what you're going to okay, do. Okay, okay, You got we it. We back on board. It. Right, you got it. So, yeah, I mean, I was impressed. I mean, 
Ross has one of the best discographies ever. Like, he done dropped like 10, 11 albums and... Not too many bad ones. It's only one I don't like, and that's Hood Billionaire. And that's because he was really like trying to get in his trap. Trap bag. I don't like trap, Ross. I think I. So I don't think I don't think I like Black Market. No, I like Black Market. I don't think I. I like think Black Market low key kind of underrated, but that's another conversation for another day. That's what we, we should we should rank. Did we rank Rick Ross albums? Yeah. We didn't rank his albums. Yes, we did. Bro. I don't think we did. If we didn't, we should. Yes, we did, bro. Oh, we did. Oh, my. Damn, my memory is terrible. Yeah, Must be the terrible. Patron. <laughs> but yeah, the Patron taking your brain. Sheesh. Okay, yeah. Not the Patron, bro. Yeah, we did Ray Ray Ross out because everybody was going off on me. Like, okay, whatever. We yeah, because we ain't gonna live in the past. I think you had Port of Miami. Like really? Yes, low. because of my criteria that I had, yeah. it wasn't. I wasn't trying to do it on my personal favorites, and I just feel like Port of Miami, the first one, did not age that well. His albums after that have been way better, but that's just that's just me though. That's just me. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, hold, on, hold on, hold on. You you remember what your criteria was? Who put the criteria was? Um, I could look it up. Because I know, um, so, okay, I found it. Okay. The, um, so we wanted to do a criteria so we could not be looking at it. We still go probably give each other looks and mm-hmm. argue about our list. Um, but we wanted to have the same criteria on what we were going to rate our rappers on. And I would say the rappers, it's not like rappers from the 80s mm-hmm. and... and in the 90s, we're more talking about rappers that we grew up on and rappers that we listened to as we've grown up. Spoiler alert, Tupac and Biggie are not on my list. Um, yeah. Sorry. On her list. They're, they're not um, on mine. I'm so sorry. That's what another we have conversation for another day as well. Lyricist, <laughs> I mean, our criteria, our criteria, God dog, is lyricism, cultural impact, classic albums and mixtapes, Longevity. <laughs> TJ, Why you, you got me fucked up. <laughs> what? Look, TJ is I'm laughing. Let me let y'all know. TJ laughing because the classic <laughs> albums and mixtapes. Now, TJ, we're we going to go back to Lil Wayne. No. TJ, oh, no, we no, will no. Have, we, will have, we will have a day for that. Uh, okay, but he laughing about the mixtape thing, but in all actuality, the era that we grew up in, we have to count mixtapes. We have to. Not just with him, with every, Gucci. We gotta count it with J. Cole. We gotta count it with Jeezy. We gotta count it. We gotta count it with them people. We just have to. Okay. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, continue. Uh, classic albums and mixtapes, longevity, adaptability to the changes in the industry. That's gonna put some niggas low. Yeah, that's gonna put some that, niggas real low. That made me have to switch up my uh, switch up my list some. Um. You ready? Do you want to go before me? Yeah. I mean, we could just go one by one. Like, I think we both got the same person number one, though, um, which is Jay-Z. I hope you have Jay-Z number one. You're talking to, uh, okay. You're talking to the president of the Jay-Z you, you fan. You're quiet. Bro. Okay. So, I have Jay-Z. Well, me and TJ have Jay-Z at number one. The reason why I have Jay-Z at number one um, it's first because he's the greatest rapper of all time. That's number one. Um, number two is Jay has literally been around for what, like 
2025. And I mean, he's literally been able to either shift the culture to go his way or he's able to adapt to the new culture that has started. We have gotten conscious hove. We've gotten suit and tie hove. We've gotten trap hove. We've gotten black black excellence hove. Like we've gotten we've literally grown up with Jay Z and seen the evolution not only with music but business. Not only with business, the way he's developing um talent um as far as him like mentoring people like me like look what he's done for me in the past couple of years as far as helping him get out of jail get him a deal with rock nation all these things like that like he's it's not just rap with him it's just everything he's number one and that's just that um, your reason? I mean, I don't think there's much I can say about that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's fucking I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the God MC, J-Ho. Yeah. I mean, but, like, uh, I just think the way Hove for damn near 30 years has rapped is been, probably, it's arguably been the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, how he's adapted with his age, his content, um, you know, many rappers they can't do that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they can't go from drug rap to political rap mm-hmm. to rapping about how black people need to do this and that to mm-hmm. to be. You know what I'm saying? Just so we could have our own, you know, stuff of that nature. Like it's no one in the in raps. You know, short history because rap has only been around like forty. 40, 50 years, mm-hmm. something like that. It's nobody in rap history who has done that so far. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that, like, that alone, you know, gives Hove number one. And then you go to his catalog. I think Hove might have the most classic albums. I got him for five, four or five. Uh, I got American Gangster, mm-hmm. uh, Blueprint, mm-hmm. uh, Volume 2. But it is three. Two. You probably talking about two. Oh, you asking if it's no, no, no. three you yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, three. Three, uh Reasonable Doubt. Black album. And black album. You know, that's my five. like that's five. Like mm-hmm. I don't think nobody got five. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it might not ever be anybody to get five how how quickly music comes out now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if like you really like Trying to make your best work now, but yeah, yeah hold hold my number one. Hmm, okay, all right. Well, we on the greens with that. We're probably not on the greens number two. That's 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 probably where we're gonna it's gonna yeah. stop at first. All right. Well, I <laughs> I have Luane at number two, of course, Dwayne Carter. Um, now he hasn't really, to me personally, I'm sure to TJ as well, he hasn't really been able to adapt too well to the way music has shifted. But as far as the cultural impact, I mean, Lil Wayne is still a rapper that everybody acknowledges. Just the way he came from being a hot boy to dropping his solo albums 
to his whole era with the mixtapes, Wayne changed the mixtape game. Like, period. Like, Wayne was on a good, solid five-year run. He probably, I, I don't know, he might have been longer than that. He was on a good five-year run just off the back of mixtapes. And I know, you know, a lot of people don't like to acknowledge I mean, people do, but a lot of people, you know, they don't like to acknowledge mixtapes as much. So now, due to the way music is released, it's not really a difference anymore on a mixtape and an album. But how we grew up, we waited on mixtapes. Like, that was our album. Mixtape was probably more anticipated than an Yeah, mixtapes. Especially a Wayne mixtape. Right. Mixtapes were our albums, and... The way Wayne changed the game with that shit, he deserves number two. Like I said, I don't feel like he's adapted well um, to the change. You know, sometimes you'll get a you'll get a good verse here and there from Wayne, but just what he did for the culture, um, he deserves the number two spot. I mean, he's a nas- he's literally a national treasure. I feel like he gets the respect, but not as much as he should, and that might be his own fault just because of how quick the shift was from him being the best rapper, quote-unquote, the best rapper alive to how far he kind of fell to me. But, once again, that's that's another conversation, but... Conversation yeah, that have, we will have. Yeah, I have Wayne at my number two spot, though. Okay. At my number two, I have Jermaine Cole. I have Jermaine Cole at my number two spot. The reason being... Damn, I like Cole with two. Yeah, the reason being because <laughs> I feel like most of Cole's stuff, um, what, he's what, five albums in, I think? Six, mm, maybe? Five. Born Center. I think he's five. What was at the Born Center? Forest Hills Drive. And then he, he had, had five. He, he had, had five. The, the, the Truly Yours jump. With, um, yeah, and yeah. then um, KOD. Yeah, he still had five. And then, um, so, I got Cole five to six albums. He don't have a bad mixtape. And you could arguably say two of his mixtapes are classic. Friday Night Lights and what, to come up? Uh-huh, the first one. Mm-hmm. So, like, and the shift that he's been in the game ten years, at least, more than I think, I think the the rappers that they going over ten now, they going over a decade. Mm-hmm. Cause I believe I got introduced to Cole when I was in college, so when I was in Miami. So I just think for the I think Cole is set up to have a a even greater run the next ten years that he has the ten years now. I think that his coach his impact will be even greater now, as you see with what he did this year with. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, basically, Cole heard everybody. Mm-hmm. He don't get on features, he don't do this, he don't do that. So what he decided to do is, he go get on everybody's shit and just kill their ass. Mm-hmm. And, like, niggas, like, it's just crazy. Um, lyricism, lyrically, I think Cole is one, probably, one of the best newer rappers out. I mean, I people are probably... People let's say Kendrick, but Kendrick has Kendrick raps a little too fast sometimes. 
And you're gonna have a Kendrick and Cole conversation one day too. And uh, I just think Cole is right now out of the the rappers that are in the game right now. I think Cole is the best. So that's why I have Cole too, because Cole. If we take Cole out, if we if we had it for just the like previous decade, I would have Cole one. Just because it's not many bad Cole verses. Mm-hmm, I agree. It's not many bad Cole. His first project to me is Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Because, and even he said this, they wouldn't make, let him put out Friday Night Lights as his album because it didn't have a radio single. Yeah. So, if Friday Night Lights is his album, that's... That's goddamn a classic. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. But, a, I mean, yeah. we still consider it a classic mixtape, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying. So, and we and we still have to do that um, episode where we talk about all the new niggas who got who had the best mixtapes between Cole, Drake, and all of them. Oh yeah, we do, we do. We um, do. but yeah, so I got Cole at number two. Okay. I ain't I ain't mad at it. I'm just surprised. Um, so at three I got Drake. I mean, I don't even know. What it is to say about Drake. I mean, fucking Drake. Uh, I don't know. He he might be. I don't know. Drake is just untouchable. I mean, even with the whole push situation. He, he yeah, is, he yeah, we is definitely. Un- yeah. And, and, and fans eyes, Drake can't do any wrong. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know too many. People like Drake's status that could have had Hot in a Child, Here Deadbeat, the nigga don't write his raps, and the nigga still be the number one rapper. Yeah. I don't know too many niggas who could have escaped that type of scrutiny. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, Drake has changed the game. Um, from even the way music sounds, he has a lot of influence on that. Like I credit Drake for all these niggas wanting to sing and all that shit in their raps now. Like Wayne was doing it somewhat, but Drake just took that shit to a whole different level. Um, classic albums. I say he has two. Um, take care. Nothing was the same. Um, mixtape so far gone is a classic. If it wasn't so far gone, we probably wouldn't even give a fuck about Drake. Like, so, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything too much to say about Drake. I think when it's all said and done, um, I, I don't want to put him on hold status because hold just in a, in a different bag, but. Drake gonna be Drake. Drake gonna be the nigga when we look back and be like, damn, we Drake Drake will probably be our hove, I guess you could say for yeah, our generation. For our generation. Maybe not with this not really with the skill. I I mean could Drake could rap, but I don't think he'll ever have the catalog that Hove has mm-hmm, or be acclaimed lyrically Mm-mm. because of, you know, everything that happened, but his music for us will always be timeless because 
our generation is like in our feelings kind of sort of. I don't know. I mean, like the the music that he he makes, we can relate to. Yeah. So, so we grew up with so Drake easily, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, we pretty much grew. Same thing with Cole. Like we pretty much grew up with Drake. So it's one of them things where we been growing with him. So as his music changes, our the way we listen to music changes. Like. Drake, the only nigga I really want to hear doing that singing shit on rap, and I don't be wanting to hear it that much from Drake, but I can take it. Um, I just feel like he's iconic in the rap world. I wouldn't have never thought the nigga that played Jimmy on Degrassi would have been who he is today. Um, I feel like if Drake got more, and I don't necessarily want him to do it. I mean, he's from Canada, so... I guess the shit over here don't really affect him as much as it would over there. But I feel like if Drake, you know, got a little bit more into his conscious bag and, you know, maybe spoke up for us somewhat, he'll probably be whole status. I feel like he will be whole status in a few years. But I feel like it'll probably elevate him a little bit more. I don't more. think he'll But I don't ever think he'll be, ever do it. I don't think he'll ever get the whole status because he won't never represent the black community. Like, he's not going he's not like, going to like I don't think. Do, like that's what make Hove a superhero. Mm-hmm. Like just the stuff he did for me, like gave help Wayne with his tact. He's just stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like Drake will never you know what I'm saying? But who knows? So my number three. Oh, you ain't having my three? Who? Drake. No. Damn, what he at? My three is Dwayne Carter. Wow, you not wearing that three? Yes, I do. Whoa. Because of your criteria. Mm-hmm. I have Wayne at three. Uh. Like I, I don't. Wayne isn't the most lyrical person. But he is very crafty and witty mm-hmm. with the metaphors and, and and the things that he say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The double entendres and, and stuff like that. Um, what else? Um, so the mixtape thing played a big deal and why he's so high for me. Because mm-hmm. I, you are right. Mixtapes are a big part of... Our, our, our generation of rap music, mm-hmm. but it's hard to, if you going off ever ever, it's hard to place him. In, it's hard to place him then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's always be my thing with Wayne when you placing him, and the forever debate is where do you place him because of his catalog that he could get, like, you know what I'm saying, that people will, you know, consider a rap catalog isn't that great. Mm-hmm. He got, some people say both are classics. I like to tend to, Carter 1 is a classic, yeah. Carter 2 is very, very good, mm-hmm. and 500 Degrees is just my personal favorite mm-hmm. one album. Not, it's the best one, but it's just my personal favorite. Yeah. That's the one that, that like I started to really really become a fan like, but like Wayne mixtapes, like as far as like jacking for beats, Wayne just always been the goat at it since Squad Up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you throw all of those in and his impact, you know what I'm saying? Wayne is mostly 
all the rappers now favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. Especially because like, like the South is really like what has a lot of the younger, newer, more popular rappers. Wayne are they? You know, Wayne is their idol. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and like growing up, shit, I love Wayne too. Every squad up, all mm-hmm. all the mixtapes, I fuck with that too. So. I would for our criteria. I would put Wayne at third. No, I'm just no. Kidding. I know you just making shit. Yeah. For our criteria. Yeah, yeah. I criteria. <laughs> Give him a break. Okay, yeah. good, good. I'm, I'm happy I, you put him at three though. Bashing I'm happy Wayne. you put him at three though. All right. So for number four, even though he's a coon, I have Kanye West. Um, we can't deny what Kanye West did for music. When I heard College Dropout. <coughs> College Dropout was one of those albums that made me fall in love with hip-hop more than I already was loving it at that time. Um, The album was just so monumental. Like, once we knew his story about him getting in the car wreck and his, you know, his mouth was chained and all that like that. His mouth was wired and all that. And then we get the album and we get hits like All Falls Down and Songs like songs like Grave Songs like Grave Shift and Jesus Walks and things like that. I mean, despite the coonery now, you have to acknowledge what Kanye did for hip has done for hip hop, what he's done for production in hip hop. Kanye is a to me a top top ten hip hop producer. Um what he did with samples, classic samples and Flipping them for music and stuff like that. Like, a lot of these little niggas that do that now, they get that shit from Ye. Like, Ye Ben was on that. Um, for example, in the, um, Through the Wire, Shaka Khan sample, like, uh, all that. That, nigga, that nigga was flipping some crazy Yeah, he, he would flip a sample, and that's still relevant today, and you got to give that to Kanye what he's done as far as fashion. I don't like the shit that he puts out. But, I mean, it is a wave. People like it. People spending hundreds of dollars on his sneakers and them homeless-looking-ass clothes. I ain't buying no clothes. So, I they got a couple pair of them shoes. Yeah, I mean, he, he has influenced the rap game. <clears throat> and he's still relevant to this day, even if it's not necessarily for rap. If it's for just bullshit antics, he's still around. He hasn't been anywhere. So, I have to give the number four spot to Kanye. Okay, okay. My number four, 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 Kendrick. Okay. I got Kendrick at four. Um, he does have some mixtapes, Se- Section 80. Mm-hmm. Um, it's another one I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, but Kendrick, um, just his albums alone. To Pimp a Butterfly, Good Kid, Mad City, Untitled. You think they all classics besides I think, Untitled? I think two of them. I think the, yeah, the first two are classics. You don't think Damn a classic? Nah, I don't think Damn. I think Damn really good, but I don't think it's a classic. Okay. Um, His lyricism, I would say him and Cole are... Nick and Nick. Mm-hmm. Just depend on your preference. I prefer Cole a little bit more. Because it's a little bit more clearer, more understandable than Kendrick. You know what I'm saying? Um, cultural impact. Um, 
I think Kendrick is the king of the West. Like, he basically is the face of West Coast rap, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I, it, was a, it was a time period when Kendrick was, like, super active that he was bodying everything. Mm-hmm. Um, when he got on the control beat and just called out everybody, even though it wasn't no diss junk, it was just rap junk, letting niggas know he the best. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think Kendrick is. Fucking Kendrick. Yeah, I mean yeah. he's King Kendrick. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I I think like it's not many better than Kendrick as far as the rap as rapping go. I think Kendrick be rapping his ass off. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, I have Kendrick at number five. Yeah, not too far. We're not too far off, man. I mean, TJ pretty much explained it. Um. Good Kid, Mad City isn't just a classic for Kendrick. That's a hip-hop classic. Yeah. Like, that was like in our turn-up phase, too, with Good Kid, Mad City drop. And, I'm yeah, right? And that... And Kendrick the, not a turn-up rapper. Nah, the, the, not at all. But Good Kid, Mad City, just what it did for me personally, just, I hadn't heard a rap album with in with skits and all that since early two thousands, late nineties. That nigga put that shit all He did down. he basically gave us like a Snoop Dogg type of album and the album told a consistent story and just I don't know. I like To Pimple Butterfly. Um To Pimple Butterfly is one of those albums that you can't really listen to like every day because it starts to piss you off with the stuff that he was talking about. But um what was that song he got on the um which I feel is a top three what a dollar cost. Um I feel like that's a top three Kendrick song of all time. Um just the story and everything he told on there. Um yeah, I mean I pretty much agree with everything. TJ said, um, Kendrick is the king of the West. When people refer to the West Coast, they refer to Kendrick. He's the first rapper that you're going to name. Um, I think Station 80 is a classic, too. Um, mixtape. But, yeah, I don't really have too much to say about Kendrick. You pretty much covered it. Um, so, you can go with your number five. number five. Yeah. My number five. Probably going to start. Nah. I mean, he's a little high, but my New York bias. F-A-V-O-L-O-U-S. Wow. With the criteria that we have. Yeah, yeah. I can say that Fabulous is a top five. Is my top five. Okay, uh, as far as, like, solo albums go, I mean, as his albums go, Young OG Project, Friday on Elm Street, Loso's Way. Those his top albums for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his mixtape. I can argue that Fabulous mixtapes are just as good as Wayne's. And see, the Wayne mixtapes are more... See, Fab mixtapes are more original music. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne mixtapes are you know, some of the hottest records at the time and beats that fit Wayne that he just murdered. 
But if if you do some of fabulous mixtape songs and release them as radio songs, they'll be hits. A lot of them will mm-hmm. be fabulous or be bigger. But fabulous is more of a what? What's the word I'm looking for? Not underground. No, not an underground. He's a. Uh, I don't. I can't think of the word, but he's an area rapper. He's mm-hmm. more of a... A New York. Yeah, yeah. a New York, a up north, up, north. A up north, Midwest type rapper. If you like lyricism and stuff like that, he is, um, you know, you'll like Fab. But as far as the criteria go, I think lyricism, Fab is one of the, the very best lyricists. Um, his cultural impact, I would say earlier Fab, Jerseys. Yeah. Um, just the swag. Mm-hmm. He's everybody. His family holiday pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, his dressing now. Everybody, you know what I'm saying. Um, mixtapes, the soul tape series, mm-hmm. the summer shootout series, the there's no competition series. Um, and I feel like Fab out of the older rappers, cause Fab is a is he Jeezy? He's like 40. He, he's, he's 40, he might 40, be a 40, 41. older than Jeezy in them, right? Or he, I think they all the same age. Okay. I think they all well, the same age. I think Fab might have came out. Before Fab them, came though. out before yeah. all of them, though. So I think that Fab has adapted to the music industry, the the wave that it's been on, mm-hmm. a lot better than some of the other people last. Because Fab, from when he first started to now, I think his popularity has risen. Um... He's more likable, stuff like that. I mean, not I ain't going to say likable because, I mean, y'all be killing my dog for his personal decisions. Yeah, But we keeping it on the music. Yeah, yeah. We keeping it on the music. So, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> so, I just think, that's why I got Fab at. I got Fab at number five. Okay. I ain't mad at it. It was, just, it was, a, a, it was a real close thing between five and six, but I gave Fab that, that okay. edge. Okay. All right, well, I, I have Cole at six. Um, I mean, you pretty much covered everything about Cole. Damn, he got Cole at six. Yeah, I got Cole at six. Because, I mean, I love Cole. And, you know, Cole is impactful. But I feel like Cole just started getting impactful the past year or year and a half or so. You get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, you know, people like us who been listening to him since like Friday Night Lights and things like that. I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, but for everybody if you're else, not a Cole fan. He wasn't really doing right. Anything. I feel like everybody now is respecting J Cole the way that we kind of been respecting him. So that's why I have him at six. If it was my choice, he would have been top three. Mm-hmm. You know, without the criteria. I mean, because lyricism, it ain't too many fucking with Cole and unpopular opinion. I feel like Cole raps better than Kendrick. Um, I feel like Kendrick is a great rapper, but I think, I mean, for the same shit, I think shit, Kendrick put together better albums. Mm-hmm. Too, you know what I'm saying? I think out of our, our generation, Kendrick puts together the best albums. Mm-hmm. Like his albums are like masterpieces. Like mm-hmm. like he really sit. They're and, movies. And construct them. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like the same shit we criticize Eminem for. Is the same shit as far as the rapping style is the same thing that we praise Kendrick for. I don't want to hear no fast ass rapping from nobody like that. 
But I like Kendrick because Kendrick fast rap and he's telling a story and it's something going on versus Eminem to me who just be rapping fast you got, so you niggas you can got be Eminem like. On your list? Fuck no, I don't like I don't like Eminem though. I don't like Eminem, so I wasn't putting him on my list. I don't got him on my yeah, list. Yeah, I just wasn't putting him I on my list. I was just action. But he, he is impactful to the culture. You know, must respect to him, but he wasn't going on my list. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I feel Cole is more relatable as well than Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I feel like Cole has the same story a lot of us have. We going to school and not finish. You know, shit like that. Like... Yeah. You know, I feel like he's more relatable or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I don't... TJ pretty much signed up J. Cole for me in his spiel, so... My number six is Drake. The reason why I got Drake at six, maybe not as high, is because I don't... Other than... He only got one really raw mixtape. I mean, like, a raw, raw mixtape. Yes. Take care. I can say that everybody besides Hove above him has multiple ones. I only what think, albums? No, no mixtapes, just mixtapes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, albums. I don't feel Drake has two. I just feel like it's just Take Care. You don't I, feel like nothing was the same. Was a I feel like it's real good, but I don't feel like I just feel like Take Care is the only like knockout classic that he got. Like, mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I will give Drake that all his music is kind of, is timeless. I mm-hmm. feel like because that care package, I listened to the model like that bit came out like that's a brand new song. Mm. Um, trust issues, I listened to that bit like it's a brand new song. Yeah, I love trust. Like, I feel like his music is timeless for us, but I also feel like I feel like. In my top ten, he might have the most weaknesses. Like as far as like, or like it's indifferences about him. Like mm-hmm. I don't want you singing all the time, but sometimes I, I like yeah, you I like singing. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes yeah. I just want you to rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, the then it's it's projects that aren't that good that he has for me. As far as like the first project after what. Six views of the six, whatever views. that was. Yeah, like I, ain't, I ain't like views. That was the first album after him and, and Drake and Meat Beef, right? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't like that. Not and it wasn't. I just think I just didn't think it was a good body of work from what we have heard from him mm-hmm. compared to because that was to, that was after nothing was the same. Yeah, compared it? Yeah. to what he was doing, and you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. And it's something. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late. I like the first like four songs on there, first five, mm-hmm. but then it took a, it was a down kind of effect. Yeah, he was trying to give us trap Drake. Though. Yeah, and like that's what I'm saying. I think Drake tries to do too much of what's hot instead of just Drake Lane is really just getting on one of them little sound like he about to cry beats. Mm-hmm. And just talking about some girl, a made-up girl, a real girl, mm-hmm. and just giving it to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why Drake at my six. Um, he the hottest. He the biggest rapper right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to keep Drake out the top five, but I did. And mm-hmm. I mean, but it just, you know, one slide off. I just felt like those those other five for our criteria, you know, fitted a little better. Mm-hmm. Especially with the, I just think, like, out of the top five. 
the five I had, he might have had the weakest albums and mixtape category. Okay. I, I can't be mad at that. Oh, I was even top ten. Yeah, yeah, no, um, no, 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 that's blasphemy. Not yeah, that's that's nuts. Okay, so for number seven, I have Meat Mill. Wow, we got another one. Oh, we got another one to say. Okay, but yeah, I got Meat Mill at seven. Um, I mean, I think we pretty much have showed y'all how much Meat Mill bias we have. So I mean, like we continue to say, just the evolution of meat. I mean, I'm going to be honest. When MMG first started, I had Wale being a star. Because I felt like Meat was doing too much yelling and shit on the songs. Um, But once I heard I'm a boss, I was like, oh shit. Like, this might be that nigga. For real. But my thing, the only thing I have with Meek is, does Meek have a classic album? I would say Meek has a class. Meek has mixed. I would say championship. I I I I think championships. Now I can comfortably say championships to me is a classic. I feel like it is too. I didn't know if it was too early to say no, that. No, no, no. I. It's almost been a year. Okay. So I can yeah. say that comfortably. It's is a classic it a for me. classic? Like worldwide, you think, or is it just like a Meek Mill classic though? I think it's Meek's first classic. Album. Okay. Okay. You know, I think. I don't think it's like a hip hop classic that'll be discussed in the top fifty greatest yeah. rap albums ever, but I think it's like I think that's his best work by far. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um and the dreams, um the Dream Chaser mixtapes. Yeah. Um, one, two and three. I enjoy all three of them. Two my favorite. Um that's, yeah, that's the one that had used to on it. So yeah, two my favorite one. You used um, to you used to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, just another rapper we pretty much grew up with. You know, we seen him come in with MMG, and we seen him branch off into his own man. We seen him go through relationship drama. We seen him get locked up. We seen the impact that it had on him, that it had on the hip-hop community, that it had on the culture, period. And to see him get out and to make the changes that he has made and to still continue to fight for prison reform and all that shit like that. Me could have got out and said, fuck that. Like, I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't really got to worry about y'all niggas, but he still continue to fight for people that can't fight for themselves. Him getting off probation now and being able to do what he want to do, having a new trial set, getting a new judge, like... And besides that, Meek is a, a, a fucking rapper. Like, Meek can rap. It is... Even... Off this list, it's niggas that meet even the niggas in the in in the top before him. Meek will probably out rap some of them niggas. Like he's a rapper, rapper for real. When he not on that lit turn up shit and all that like that, Meek is a rapper. Like, and I feel like a lot of niggas can't fuck with him when he really get in his rap bag and I can see how he's evolving with the mentorship of Jay Z too. I think me like I said before, I think Meat Mill is gonna be a top three two, top two rapper when this shit all said and done with because I feel like Jay Z is grooming him to be that. I feel like he of sees Yeah, of of our generation. I feel like he see that in him. I feel like he see what all us been seeing in him, but Meek was just caught up in his own shit to see it. So, um, that's all I have for Meek. I ain't really got much to say else. I don't have much to add to it. Uh, Meek is... Meek is the aggressive 
a street rapper who's very lyrical at the same time that, you know, the type of rapper that I like, that I grew up listening to, you know, me being from New York and stuff like that. So I have a... Meek is, like, besides Cole, he my favorite rapper as well. So, uh-huh. um, yeah. Meek has, what, that was? Six, seven. Seven? Okay. But who you got for eight? Okay, so at number eight, I have Rick Ross. My nigga! Oh, my God! Okay. okay, so eight. Uh, I have Rick Ross. I mean, from the first port of Miami to port of Miami too. I feel like Rick Ross has one of the best discographies ever. Um, we gonna get into how many classic albums. Um, Rich Forever is a classic mixtape. Um, I feel like. Rich Forever is one of the best mixtapes that has ever been released. I feel like Rich Forever should have been an album. Um, Rick Ross has been able to evolve into, I think TJ said it earlier, like one of the best rappers when it comes, if not the best, the when it comes to luxury rap. Well, oh, no, nah, because no, nah, no, Jay-Z no. the best. Yeah, I don't but think, Jay- I don't think Jay-Z, he really do much drug do rap. rap no more, though. I don't though. think he really do much drug rap no more. I Like I say, Ross is the best luxury drug rap, because Ross still talking about mm-hmm. selling drugs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think he's the best at it besides... Pusher. Yeah. Besides Push. Yeah, I mean, Rick Ross, classic album-wise, and not even... Rick Ross is a good rapper, too. Like yeah. Rick Ross can really rap if he when he wants to. I don't like Trap Ross, and I feel like he has gotten away from that for the most part. I do not like Rick Ross on trap beats. Um, I feel like Rick Ross should give us what he been giving us with the Justice League and the Just Blaze beats. Um, but I feel like Ross paints a picture when he raps. Like I can see everything. So vivid, that Ross bro. says when he raps it, and I feel like he has been able to evolve with the times. Even though I necessarily don't like the trap Rick Ross, people do like it, and I feel like he gives us a good balance of luxury rap as well as the turn up music. Um, I feel like Rick Ross has Port of Miami is a classic. Mm-hmm. Deeper than rap is a classic. Mm-hmm. Teflon Don is a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my first. Are we saying? God forgives I don't is a classic. Oh. I, I feel like mm-hmm. it is. Wait, hold up. I feel like it is. I feel like God forgives I don't is a classic. And I feel like niggas not saying it, but rather you than me is a classic for Rick Ross. God forgives I don't. Yeah, I got that as one. Uh, you said, yeah, Teflon Don is arguably his best album for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you said? I said, I don't. Yeah, and I, I said, are we saying rather you than me is a classic? I said, I feel like it's a Rick Rocks classic, though. And I still feel like that was the best album of 2017, even though niggas don't want to acknowledge it. But it just is what it is, I guess. But do you have anything to say about uh, Mr. Rose? Ross is everybody's favorite rapper. That, as far as... Just like Ross is somebody like if you smoke, you could just put Ross on, 
be mm-hmm. chilling, mm-hmm. get high, and vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke, but like that's just how I envision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> but uh, that's how that's just how I envision it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just think Ross lyrically he's underrated. He one of the most underrated rappers of our generation, but mm-hmm. he's also been one of the most consistent and one of the illest because like he hasn't had many bad projects. I only for me, I only not like Black Market. Um, I I really wasn't a fan of that Ross project, but other than that, I mean, he's just been an impeccable like rapper mm-hmm. and like his catalog speaks for itself um what he did with MMG how he took him Wale Meek um Staley who else was on MMG at that time Omarion Omar he took a lot of people from different places and and had a group and they and they and they for a while they worked together you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying it worked so you know I I think you know Ross could be a little higher, you know what I'm saying. But I think eight is a is a perfect spot for Ross. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying because it's in the top ten where he belongs to be, and you know what I'm saying. It's probably a space or two he could go up on both our lists, but you know eight. I can't. I don't think you could really argue eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying if it's a top ten because. When that top ten, you know, as long as you make the top ten, it's cool. But you know, it's it's about preferences, mm-hmm. you know, in the top ten. That's true. Okay, so I guess we get into number nine. Um, for my number nine, I have Jeezy, um, Jay Jenkins to be exact. Um, I have Jeezy at number nine, and it killed me to have him at number nine because if this was my personal list, he would be number three. Um, well, you done said like five niggas would be. Number he would three. be number three. <laughs> you done said five people. How okay. many number threes you would have had? Like five, mom. Um, he would have been there. See, my my rap list. Are di- I have different like top tens and stuff for different things, but uh, okay. that's for another day. Um, but I have Jeezy at nine. Even though you know the last couple Jeezy projects weren't the best, we cannot deny. What Jeezy did for trap music in his prime. Jeezy has classic mixtapes as well as classic albums. Um, TM101 is a classic. Recession is a classic. Um, As far as mixtapes, it's a lot of them bitches that's classic. I don't even really want to get into the tape too much. I mean, Trap or Die, Trap or Die 2, Can't Ban the Snowman. I mean... And that shit is still influential as to this day. Rappers still mention him when they talk about like top rappers from the South and um, rappers that talk about drugs. Even though it's not luxuri- luxurious rap, um, drug rap, it's Jeezy has some of the best drug bars. He's one of the best rappers to ever do it when it comes to drug dealing. Kendrick, you know, shot cited him out on. Mad City, how they set up and listen to TN 101 when they was robbing niggas and shit like that. And for even for Jeezy to have a pull to get Kendrick and Cole on a song at the same time, even though we didn't necessarily get a Kendrick verse 
We just got him whatever the fuck it was he did. I mean, just to even have that pull in the industry still. Jeezy can still get Jay-Z versus. Jeezy can... um, I feel like he can get a verse from any nigga he want, pretty much. I mean, he's still respected. Um, And for him to be retiring, you know, to be dropping his last album soon, which is TN104 and closing out the basically the story that he's given us through the Thug Motivation albums. I mean, you just have to respect what he did for rap and especially how, you know, the era that we came up in being from where we're from. Jeezy is a lot of niggas' favorite rappers in Jacksonville. Like, anytime Jeezy come here, it's a movie. It's a a sold-out show. You know what I'm saying? So, you just have to respect what Jeezy has done and the influence that he still has on the culture. Yeah, I mean, your number eight. Um, nine. My number nine. Clifford Harris. Mm-hmm. T-I-P. Okay. Uh, well, really like I'm T-I, the originator of trap music. Um, the reason why we call trap music trap music. I don't... Yeah? I don't think anyone called it that before. I don't think so. Um, you know what I'm saying? And when he first came out, he was a trap rapper. Mm-hmm. From I'm Serious to... What was the other one? Uh, trap, um, trap music. Trap music, yeah. I'm Serious, trap music. Um, I feel like T.I. may have three classics. I'm Serious, trap music, Arab religion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, he kind of took a little nosedive because... I think I don't remember what album that was. Once he caught them cases, he and started, she was a rap. Yeah. yeah, the trap music kind of died. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But for what he did, those three albums, and I believe those three albums came out either consecutively or it was a one album in between. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see. I think Ti versus Tip. No, Ti versus Tip came out after that, I believe. But yeah, it did. Um, those was the first three. Those was his first three? Yeah, those were the first three. That's a hard first three. Yeah, though. it's a hard first three. And then um, he gave us King, which... You ain't like King, but... Fuck no. Yeah, I'm serious. Trap music, urban legend. Um, I didn't like King. I liked Paper Trail. I thought Paper, Paper Trail, Trail was, was really good. was really good. Um... No Mercy wasn't his best work, but it wasn't trash. That one after that one was good, I think, though. Uh, Is that no, the one? Nah, what's that's the name Trouble of? Man. I like Trouble Man. You, you like, like Trouble, Trouble Man? Man? Yeah, I like Trouble Man. It was pretty good. I like Paperwork. Um, that's the one with About the Money. Oh, anybody? Okay, I ain't even listen to that. Oh, yeah. He was on your T.I. boycott. Yeah, and his most recent dog. album, Dime Trap, was pretty good. Yeah, it's, it was pretty solid. You know what I'm saying? Um, after I thought like he was like done, done. I didn't think like he can even make something of that because of what he had been doing as far as with Hustle Gang and all the other people and stuff like that. So you know, I got Ti eight. Well, how we at nine or eight? Nah. Yeah, nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Ti nine. Um, I think that he deserves a, a top ten spot. You know what I'm saying? Um. He yeah he 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 deserves a top ten spot. 
And um, I'm not upset with, you know, where I placed him. I feel like he could have been a little lower. But at the same time, he had a, just a biggest run as anybody else in these in this top ten. That's true. It just what throw me is how bad he not fell off, but just how much the music changed with yeah. him. It just yeah. fucking blew me. Um What does CC talk about zucchini bread? What are you talking about? Uh the show. Oh, Luca made zucchini bread. Okay, sorry, y'all. Um, okay, so for number 10, and this might be too high for y'all, but mm, give a fuck. I have Pusha T at number 10. <laughs> oh, you got him at 10, no, too? No, I ain't got him at 10. Oh, he damn. Was, okay. He almost made my 10. He yeah, I, I got Pusha T at 10, Um, and, you know, I've been fucking with Pusha T, so that's why I have him at 10. And to be honest, um, like we have previously said, Pusha is one of the best luxury drug rappers. He's one of the best rappers, period. I feel like, like how TJ said about Fabulous, I feel like Pusha T is more of a regional rapper, I guess you would say. Which doesn't make sense because Pusha T is from the South. He's from fucking Virginia. So I don't really know how y'all niggas don't respect Push in the South, but it is what it is. Um, Pusha has... Let me go to his albums. Um, I would say Pusha... Well, Daytona for me is a classic. And that's just number one. Um, and I had him in my top three albums. We had we had him top three, I think, last year when we rated our albums. Or whatever. Um, Pusha T. Bodies Features. Um, he has... My name is my name. Jeez, my name is my name is my... Yeah. I would say that's a classic for Pusha T, too. I ain't gonna say it's a world-renowned classic, because y'all niggas don't fuck with Push. But it's a Pusha T classic. Um, My thing with Push is I feel like, like I said with Cole, I feel like niggas are really just starting to acknowledge Pusha T and stop thinking of him as a nigga that was in the clips. And started and starting to think of him as a nigga that can really rap. Um, just the impact that he had last year with the whole Drake situation. He did what a lot of niggas can't do. And he hit Drake where it hurt. As far as making Drake look like the bad guy. Because in all actuality, that shit is shitty. What Drake was doing with the baby and all that like that. We wouldn't have never known that if it wasn't for Push. And I felt like it... It fucked with Drake in a way. Even though we still have, you know, Drake real high on our list or whatever like that. Niggas still looking at Drake funny because of what we heard. And when it boiled down to it, that's going to always be in Drake legacy. That Pusha shit. And from Pusha to go from a nigga that y'all niggas barely fuck with to taking on arguably the biggest rapper in the world right now. Yeah, you're, you're going you're gonna to be high up on my list for that. Because that's, that's respect. Like, he could have fucked with a nigga who ain't on. Just because y'all don't really fuck with push like that. Nah, he, he went to the head nigga in charge. And you can't do nothing but respect Pusha T for that. Um, I, I'm kind of over the whole Drake and Push beef, though. I'm for it. Um, I mean, keep I like taking, it. Keep taking shots at it. I like it, but if y'all ain't going to give me another Duppy or another um, story Adion, then Adonis, then I don't. I don't particularly want it, but yeah, I have Pusha on my list. I've always had Pusha 
I feel like in my top 10, maybe 15. Um, and just off, like I said, what he did last year with Daytona and for him to come out, for him to be in that Kanye run of these seven song albums and for him to come out with the best album, not having a better album than the person who's putting the albums together. Yeah, you got to respect it. So that's, that's all I got for Pusha T. Um, my number 10 is, uh, my number 10 is Jeezy. I got Jeezy at 10. Oh, shit! You got Jeezy top 10? Yeah, I couldn't. Cool. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, you know, his cultural impact as far as, like, Jeezy is the godfather of trap. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, many classic albums and mixtapes. He did it for about 15, 20 years. Um, I feel like he adjusted throughout his career. Mm -hmm. I just think, you know, like now it, it, it's a different type of sound. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, Jeezy go be Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear him on some of the shit that they do now. Yeah, anyway. me neither. So, you know, him, this being his last album, 104, right? Mm -hmm. Come out the 28th. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited for that. I feel like Jeezy has paid his dues and and for our generation of rap, like Jeezy deserves top ten, I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, ten is a good spot for him. Okay. It's not even far of you and you're a big you're a grew huge Jeezy fan. We what? got what, you got him at eight? Yeah, I mean it's cause of criteria. I would have had you he would have been up. Um Okay, so I guess that's all we have for Jeezy. Okay, so now we're just gonna go through our we're going to go five at a time for our top ten. Yeah. I mean, after our top ten. So, we gave y'all our top ten. Now, we're going to go 11 through 15, and we're going to pick one or two people to talk about off our uh, yeah. top five. And 11 through 25, these are our bottom half, but we don't have them in I, any yeah, particular I, order. I, I tried to put it in a I little didn't. order. But, um, so, so okay, we'll say my 25 is kind of in some kind of order. But, um, yeah. Yeah, mine not in any order, so don't, um, take heed to it. <clears throat> so, for, okay, so we doing 11 through 15. So, I have The Game. I have DMX. I have 50 Cent. I have Snoop. And I have Fab. Um, one person I'm going to point out is, I guess, um, 50 Cent. Um, I mean, just what 50 Cent did with Get Rich or Die Trying, um, what he did with the, in the G-Unit era, um, I mean, 50 Cent could be top 10 just off Good Kid Mad, not Good Kid Mad, say the Lord, 50 Cent could be top 10 off Get Rich or Die Trying alone. Off his first couple Just off albums. his first couple. His Massacre first was pretty tapes. good, too. His mixtapes. He got raw mixtapes. Mm -hmm. How to rob. How he talked about robbing the whole industry. Yep. And um, G-Unit first album, Bed for Mercy. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. Un underrated. Yeah. I I was mm, I would say it's a group album classic. It's up there. Yeah. yeah, it's up there. Um, but 50 Cent changed the game. 50 Cent basically came in this bitch and bullied. His way to the top. He bullied everybody. And that Get Rich or Die, Get Rich or Die Trying album changed the fucking game. It just changed everything. Like, 
this nigga came out of nowhere just being a nigga that got shot nine times and all this stuff like that. I mean, niggas in New York knew about him as far as, like, mixtapes and shit like that. But worldwide, we didn't know who the fuck 50 Cent was. So, for him to come out and the first song we hear from this nigga is Wankster, some real gangster shit. Yeah, he changed the game. He changed the game. Other than Jay-Z, 50 Cent was, like, one of the first rappers from New York that I heard and was like, yeah, I'm fucking with this nigga. Like, he the one. Um, I don't really condone his antics now, um, but I respect him as a businessman. I mean, he gave us fucking power. He gave us Ghost and Tommy. I can't, I can't do, I can't be mad at dog. So that's all I got for 50 Cent. And that's my 11 through 15. Um, my 11 through 15 is kind of in order. I got Kanye at 11, Wale, Wallace at 12, mm-hmm. Push at 13, I got Nas at 14, mm-hmm. and Big Sean at 15. Okay. So, who I'm going to talk about is my dog Wallace. Okay. Wale, Mr. Falloran. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Falloran probably should be in the top 10. He probably he, he probably, probably should should offer our criteria alone. Lyricism, he's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Cultural impact, I, I think he has some cultural impact from his sneakers, mm-hmm. um, his dressing, um, how uh, him being from the D.C. area with the go-go music, he made go-go music like kind of an a thing mm-hmm. for, or whatever. He put it in the spotlight for, you know, more than just the uh, uh, regional impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I think he has a classic album. I can't think of the name. The first one? No. Not Attention Deficit. No. Oh, damn. That ain't what I count the first one. Um, yeah, yeah. That, Ambition. It. Ambition. Is it? Hold on. That first one he did with MMG? Because that's a classic to me. So he might have two. You might be thinking about mixtapes. Because he definitely got classic mixtapes. Oh, yeah. Ambition. Ambition. Mm-hmm. And that's when I thought Wale was going to be the best in MMG. Gifted was wrong. Hmm. The album about nothing. Yeah. That was wrong. wrong. I don't know about some. I don't. I never listened to Summer on Sunset. Nah, uh, it was alright. It was some throwaways on there. Oh, okay. Sean, Sean was straight. Sean was decent. Yeah. And then his mixtapes, though. Uh, for Lauren. For Lauren, um. More about, no, no was it more about, what it is? The mixtape about, about nothing. It was the about nothing. Mixtape about nothing. Um. The 11 11 theory. The 11. He. He got one of the top five. For the newer, he might have the best mixtape catalog. Mm-hmm. When you going, Sean, Cole, Cole Kendrick, mm-hmm. he might have the best mixtape catalog. And I just feel like he don't get a lot of the credit that he deserves. Maybe it's self inflicted because he cry a lot. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or complain a lot that he isn't getting the credit. But, you know what I'm saying? Like Cole said on that song when he was talking about him, like, you raw as fuck. Like, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Like, just stick to your fan base and you gonna be straight. So, Wale is, is the artist that I wanted to highlight on my eyes. Okay. 
Okay. All right. So sixteen through twenty, I have Ti, I have Ludacris, I have Wale, I have Gucci, and I have Boosie. Um, and I think for this one, I'm going to highlight. You know, highlight a Wale. Highlight a Wale. I, I guess I'm gonna highlight Gucci. Um, and before I get, I got a short rant. I seen niggas on Facebook talking real crazy, talking about Gucci was better than Rick Ross. You Who? you niggas do drugs. Who? They said Gucci Who? was better than Rick Ross. You Who? you niggas on crack. Fuck weed. Y'all niggas went straight to crack. Like Gucci is not better than Rick Ross in nothing. I'm sorry, but anyway, that's that's another conversation for another day. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna highlight Gucci. Gucci is another one of them. Um, niggas who really influenced trap music. Um, and he was one of the first niggas who I heard rap and seen what was going on. I was like, yeah, that nigga really about what he be rapping about. Um, Gucci is one of the mixtape kings as well. Gucci gave us a lot of mixtapes. A lot of them were just throwaways. I feel like he was putting together. But mixtapes like Writing on the Wall and um, the Cold War series he gave us and um, the movie and all that shit like that. Like, Gucci gave us classic mixtapes. Not so much um, classic albums. Nah, he didn't give us no classic albums. Um, Gucci dropped some okay albums. I'm not... The biggest Gucci Man fan as of now because I feel like once he got out of prison, you know, he done got his life together, what whatever, and I'm happy for him, and you know, I'm happy that he's living a better life than he was living before. Cause I mean, Gucci was living wild as fuck, but I don't necessarily want to hear music from him anymore. Cause I don't necessarily, I I don't think he does those things anymore. So I don't necessarily want to hear them. But the Gucci had a big impact on trap music culture just as much as T.I. did and just as much as Jeezy did um from the ice cream cone tattoo on his face to him going up to radio stations talking crazy all that like that like from us screaming free Gucci all them years and all that like that Gucci is a big part of hip-hop that I feel like I feel like he he gets the credit but um yeah, that's just who I want to highlight. And Gucci is another one of those niggas where he a lot of favorite people rapper in the South. Um, here especially. Anytime he come here, it's a movie as well. So, um, yeah, that's who I'm highlighting. I'm highlighting Gucci. But that nigga's not better than Rick Ross. I, I want y'all to stay off the coke. But, um, your next set? Uh, I got Jada Kiss, DMX, Scarface. 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg. So, this group was kind of more older rappers that I still love. Mm -hmm. And, like, I thought, like, they were still really raw. Um, I'm gonna go... I'll go DMX. The reason being, DMX is... I feel like DMX is a legend. Mm -hmm. Um, His first... Three albums with classics, like back to back to back, and they and came he dropped out, two of them in one year, just, and they mm-hmm. came out in less like in less than twenty months, I mm-hmm. think all three of them. Like uh, he gave a like he had he had hits 
what you bitches want, nigga. Somebody let But you know what I'm saying? And just DMX, like, the thing that people, like, criticized Meek for, like, yelling when they was rapping, X used to do that, and people loved it. Um, he was very lyrical and like his preaching mm-hmm. was something that was needs made you cry, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he he touched he would touch a lot of people and his raps with that. You know what I'm saying. So I just feel like that's something like that. You know, needed to be. Um, I feel like that's he was a rapper that. That needed to make my twenty five. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made George as well. I yeah, think. definitely. You know what I'm saying? I think I said. Cause they used to be one of my favorite rappers, but still is. But like back in the day, yeah, DMX was that dude. <sighs> that's all you got for DMX. Yeah, that's all. I okay, all right. So for my last set, um, from my twenty one through twenty five, I have Big Sean, I have Webby, I have Plies, I have Ja Rule. And random, not really random, but I have future. Um, I'm going to highlight Webby though. Um, I feel like Webby is very much underrated. I feel like Webby gave us two classic albums with the first two Savage Lives. Um, I feel like a lot of people put Webby to the back burner for Bootsy, but unpopular opinion, I like Webby better than Bootsy. Not saying that Webby is a better rapper than Boosie, but I personally like Webby better than Boosie. Boosie, to me, not new Boosie, cause I don't like new Boosie. But, bro, I don't. I don't even know how to compare them niggas. I just know I like Webby better because I don't know Webby. I can literally remember where I was at. And what I was doing the first time I listened to Savage Life. I can't necessarily say that with Boosie. Um, you know what? I should have highlighted Boosie too. Because we got a lot of classic mixtapes from Boosie. Well, I can't remember all of them. But um, what Webby gave us with Savage Life. The first two Savage Lives. That shit was legendary. And Webby is another one that a lot of niggas will say is their favorite rapper. Um, and one day I want to have a Webby and Boosie debate. We should, who you like better? You like Webby or Boosie better? You probably like Boosie better. I like Webby. You like Webby better? Mm-hmm. Well, you ain't no debate. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get some better with that. Say Boosie. But, um. I think they, in their peak years, Webby was better. I think he was too. I don't know how he was better. I just know he was better. Because yeah. I don't want to say he a better rapper than Boosie. I just, I just think. Just, I just like him he better. Turned, he, he just. They got on the trap more than when they were together. Yeah. He went a little bit more dumb. That's all. Yeah, I guess we can say that. Because, I mean, I done listened to some Boosie songs and I started crying. I think we only got two people different. Who you got in your bottom half? You done? Yeah, I'm done. I don't really got too much <clears throat> to say about Webby. I mean, we know what the nigga did for us. I mean, we grew up with Webby. I wish Webby consistently made better music in the later years. Um, but, you know, I know he had some little drug troubles and some legal issues or whatnot. You know, Boosie was locked up, and I don't think he knew how to deal with that. So that's understandable. I feel like if Webby would have kept consistently rapping, though, I think Webby would have 
probably became bigger than Boosie. I feel like you know what? I will say I feel like Webby raps better than Boosie. I feel like Webby would have been more versatile than Boosie if he would have got to a bigger, bigger place. I feel like Boosie was just always going to be stuck in that hood rap. I feel like Webby could have gave us like other bars. But you can give us your last, last My half. My last five, I got Game, Luda, Boosie, Lloyd Banks. Two chains. Oh, bold. <laughs> That's why he laughed. Yeah. Because it, it was between going with a female rapper and, like, because we were trying to do it more, like, of our time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I had somebody on here that was an older woman rapper. Um, but I'm going to highlight my last person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Should I do that? I'ma do I'ma do two chains. I was gonna do Lloyd Banks, but okay. two chains, I feel like when that was, ever since he changed his name from Titty Boy, I mean, he just been the shit. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like, um the mixtapes he had, uh he had True Well True to Religion. True True to Religion. Um I just feel like the project that he just dropped wasn't very good. Subpar. Nice being nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just thought that that's probably his worst project that he's done um, since he's been, I guess, a solo artist. Um, he had College Grove. I like College Grove. Is that the one with Wayne? College Grove. Yeah, College Grove. Because it was College Gro- college Park and College Grove mm-hmm. with him and Wayne. Um, the Daniel Sun album, it was alright. I ain't, but, I mean, Pretty Girls Love Trap. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a few mixtapes that I can't think of. He had the Boats album with Feds is Watching and Used To. Um, I just felt like 2 Chains is probably, 2 Chains is a very underrated lyricist. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, when I was looking for my last person, I was trying to use somebody that people wouldn't think of or something like that, and I felt like 2 Chains was, excuse me, probably the perfect person for it because he's a really lyrical rapper. He talked about the trap. He's, uh, you know, he he got his hand in Basketball, fashion, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I thought Two Chains was the perfect person to end my list with. Okay. All right. Well, we actually had a lot of comment on in our twenty five. I'm surprised. Yeah, if mean, it would have went fifty, I don't. No, I couldn't did. It would. I, I couldn't did fifty. 50 I would have Yeah, I don't know how niggas doing fifty, but um, I, I would have had to add Biggie, Park, like Queen Latifah. Like yeah. Queen Latifah was almost in my top twenty five because I love Queen Latifah. Yeah. Like. You know. Alright, let's get out of here. Okay. Well, I guess that's all we have. So uh we'll be back next week. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna talk about though. I guess we can We'll see, you know. Hopefully something pop off. Or we'll just, you know, just talk about something that we'll we'll talk about somebody else. Um I mean we'll try to think of somebody who albums that we can rank, who got a lot of albums. How we did Ross. I don't know who the yeah, we, yeah, we have to think. Okay, well, thank y'all. That's it for today. Um, 
Let us know what y'all think about our list. Um, like we said, we base this on a criteria. Please. And I will tell you the criteria again. <laughs> yes. Lyricism. Cultural impact. Classic albums. In mixtapes, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Longevity. Adaptability to the changes in the industry. Mm -hmm. So... For that's more for the older people that you know what I'm saying, like mm -hmm. the Jay Z's and the DMX's, the all the Fifty Cent's, the Snoop Dogg's that we have on our list, how mm -hmm. they've adopted, and like just, I guess you could say for the the our because they going on ten years being rappers now, mm -hmm. so them as well. So that was our criteria: lyricism, cultural impact, classic albums and mixtapes, longevity and adaptability. Okay, alright, so before y'all get to snapping and all that, that is the criteria. Um, and like I said, shoot me, but Biggie and Pop and all, they just wasn't, they just wasn't in my list. Um, like I said, that's another discussion that we gonna have I for another want, day. I, Biggie was on my list originally. I, I wanna put Biggie on. But, uh, my, I just didn't wanna have older, I just didn't wanna have older people in the list because of the time frame that we were looking at, you know mm. what I'm saying, um, and like the impact and stuff like that, because it's hard to to put them as far to judge their impact, because a lot of their, you know, do their impact count? Are you counting their impact once they pass? Because that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Or you know why he was alive? So, but know, any. Excuse me. Yes. On top of that, like the new generation, they don't give a, you know, God bless the dead. Because we care about them, but they don't give a fuck about Biggie and Pop. Like, Biggie and Pop to these new niggas you know, is, is fucking Wayne and Uzi. Fucking Wayne and Thug or some shit. That's they fucking Big and Pop. They not. And that's bad. It, it's bad, but. <laughs> but that's our show. That's how it is, though. All right, but yeah, that's it. Deuces. See you.